It's a lot warmer yeehaw. here. Yeehaw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Is it? Uh, we don't say it. Oh, you don't? I haven't said yeehaw in... Well, you should. ...at least a few weeks. You should. It makes you sound like you've lived here your whole life. I have, actually. I have. <laughs> I try to... Being trained in theater... Um, sorry if that sounded... I didn't mean for that to sound like whoop de doo but trained in theater, I've tried to sort of lose some of that accent, or at least I did through some of my younger oh, years. Try to get more of a Midwestern yeah, accent, that well, neutral. Like Dan Rather famously is from Houston Tech, like grew up in Houston. Right, And right. so we use, you know, in theater, we use him as an example of like a non-accent. You just want to lose your Texas accent. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what's the biggest... Uh, have you gotten around Dallas at all since you've been here? You've been confined. To- uh, mostly, yeah. I'm here for a volleyball tournament, so I've seen a lot of volleyball. Volleyball? Uh-huh. It's not really a Texas exclusive thing. No, it isn't. You're just in a big conference center. Yeah. Uh, walked around a little bit. Saw the eyeball. There is an eyeball. Yeah, which I guess has traveled a little it's bit. Just, has it? It was in storage you, you, you for a bunch more. of time in Chicago or you, oh, somewhere. Really? Yeah. I don't know. You know more about it than I do. Well, actually. I saw it more recently. Yeah, nice. You're not far from the old uh, grassy knoll over here. In the, I know. I haven't gotten floor. to the That's, sixth floor museum. Uh, Somebody in our group did go. Oh, cool. They thought it was pretty interesting. Well, I mean, it is. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's that's my go-to tourist thing is where we killed John F. Kennedy. <laughs> There's other tourist well, things I could have, I could have gone to. Yeah, but, Milwaukee uh, lets you go on a brewery tour, <laughs> and right, here you right. here's where a murder Did happened. Did you see where he was oh, murdered? Gosh. Take the kids, load them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and nice. the guy who killed him, he was murdered too. Oh, I actually could take you to the movie theater there, uh, <laughs> the Texas Theater in Oak Cliff, uh, where they found him and uh, arrested him. All right. Okay, let's. Uh, is this a comedy? Is this a comedy podcast? Oh, right. This, this, this is, is the witty banter. Suddenly a conspiracy theory podcast. I know. About. Uh, yeah, and I thought those files were supposed to be released after 50 years, but apparently not. They weren't. I thought they were. I don't know. I don't think they are. I can't keep up. They uh, know, because it's. They know it was covered up. I don't know. Uh, so fish sticks comedy yeah. is something both you and I uh, do. It it's one of those things that we share. Uh, we one do. of several. We don't. You and I don't always get to do it together, though. Not always. We got, but we, we have. We have. Yeah. Well, I've, I've performed with you a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, and we've got one coming up that we're going to be performing together. I'm super excited. That'll I'm be good. Excited. Uh, but this is uh, so. This is episode two, uh, and I don't know that maybe our listeners who aren't familiar with fish sticks. I imagine some of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, but but maybe some of you out there don't know a whole lot about fish sticks. So uh, Whit Schiller is here uh, today uh, with me. I'm Eric, by the way. Uh, and uh, he has, a, has an insight that others may not have about fish sticks comedy. He was instrumental in the uh, creation of this fish sticks comedy. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of let him tell us a little bit about who we are, um, kind of what we do, 
and maybe kind of how it all started. So let's just start with like, what is fish sticks? If someone asked you wit, what is fish sticks comedy? I see that on your shirt. What, what does that mean? What's your, what's your go-to answer there? Well, I mean, we uh, do have sometimes where people don't know what improv comedy is, so sometimes you have to explain what that is. Although more and more, I feel like people are finally. Oh, oh yeah, you know, things like whose line, which has been out, out there sure. since the eighties, sure. I think. Yeah. People have seen that, but not everybody. Right. Right. And some towns, it's more of a kind of a thing than others. But assuming they have a sense of what that is. I think what sets us apart is the fact that we, um, you know, we are always clean, which is unusual. We are. We are. Um, we that clean is clean comedy. That is, uh, you know, uh, we had uh, the slogan at one point, whose line that doesn't cross the line. It was super <laughs> clever. It's a shame we're not still I using it. I didn't hear that one. <laughs> I, I like it. Yeah, but uh, uh, we certainly, I think, have held pretty strong to that, which is important because that is also important, I think, for the people who come to sure. our shows sure. or the people who book us to sure. come in. They want to know that we're not going to go into topics or areas or um, belittle an audience member just for a cheap laugh, something like that. We're very much about trying to connect people to each other and their communities um, through improv comedy. So we try to have a vibe where we're really trying to be with the audience in a deeper personal level than I think any other and at least not, comedy option. And I think you'd agree that we don't we never want to come across like we think we're um, you know above other improv uh, environments and you know in any in any way we we go to well I guess that that may be where you're coming no no. <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely I not. never want to come across right. as like that our nose is in the air and like right. we we play at a level higher than your base you know we I, we've never had those conversations no. or anything like that we no. just saw I think we see uh, a uh, a need you know for family-friendly comedy. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that is kind of, it's a niche right. kind of thing. Right. Yeah, it isn't uh, necessary. I mean, for us, I would say we feel it is better for us and who we are, but that's not going to be true right. for everybody. Right. And we want to be the best at improv that we can be, and we know there are other people doing really good work, and we want to beg, borrow, steal, learn from, um, be challenged by uh, some of the other things that are out there. Right. But it is a standard that is, you know, I think been important to us and it broadens our audience, sure. which is another reason we do it. You know, sure. we can have shows where we've got, um, you know, an eight-year-old kid and a 98-year-old grandma or great-grandma and they're all having a good time. You can't do that with certain right. types of shows. That's right. Would we have uh, medical personnel on standby for that 98-year-old? Yeah, it's a pop-up oxygen tent. Okay, it's okay, very, good. very effective. It's not foolproof. Because We've lost a few along the way. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> There's a museum in Dallas for it. <laughs> Come to our show at your own risk if you are a certain age. Right. Because you will laugh hard. Uh, so tell me, uh, let's look at with your personal improv journey. Just people get to know you, Whit Schiller. Uh, everybody's got an improv story. Yeah, yeah, and and everyone's is different, right? It is. It yeah, is, for me, I wasn't like a theater kid. 
Uh, my last role in theater was in third grade. I played Kermit the Frog in the elementary okay. school play. It was the lead. That is high, high. It was the lead, I'll have you know. Wow. And I nailed it. I'm impressed. I really did, did a you? solid job. Could you break us off a little, a little bit of that? Uh, <laughs> you know, it was so magical was at that point. It was and my just for you in the audience. And my my poster board uh, Kermit the Frog face okay. that I had an elastic band around. Without that, I just I just don't become Kermit, and I wouldn't want to sell. It was a him moment show. of time. It was a right. moment of time. <laughs> but we, okay. but my uh, wife actually got me a workshop to Comedy Sports in Milwaukee mm-hmm. to do a one-on-one improv thing, which was kind of interesting because mm-hmm. I did watch Who's Line as a kid on the old Comedy Central, sure. the British version, sure. and uh, I don't. I don't know, she thought this would be kind of fun, and I went, enjoyed it, and then did the 102, 103. Then you could audition for 104. I said, if I don't get it, I'll stop. I did. I got it. And then they could ask you to audition for what they called the minor leagues. I said, if they don't, I'll stop. They did, and then I was like, I'm going to make my money back. You know, nice. Yeah, so that's where it started, and it just became kind of a fun thing, and uh, did about 300 shows for comedy sports as part of their professional cast, both as a player in a ref. And that was a period of, what, um, several years, I guess? Yeah, so uh, I started doing pro shows, I think, in 2001, and then my last one was in 2009, but uh, oh, mostly oh, through... old then. Oh, extremely. <laughs> yeah, but so, that was the that was the that was the point when I was okay, really active cool. with them. Mm-hmm. So, so fistics then, where does that come into the picture? Yeah, so that started. We had a breakfast uh, with me and two of the other guys, John and Dave. Um, and still currently, still members in, of fistics. still in. Yes, so we got together for breakfast and. I was kind of feeling a little bit that going and doing a couple shows on Friday and Saturday nights um, when I had a wife and a one-year-old kid at home was uh, maybe not not the best choice for me. So trying to think of what are some ways to have some more kind of purpose behind it. So a lot of the stuff we do for Fish Sticks usually has some community aspects, whether that's a church, a school, um, some business stuff or charitable things i mean that's a part of it so that made it that much more justifiable than i was gonna say so you're telling me fish sticks was formed in an effort to justify to your wife yes doing improv comedy. yes i think now love that you put it, it. that way love i think that it. ends up being it yes <laughs> jennifer if you're listening uh, you got you got duped all those years ago not really, not really. Uh, she did get duped all those years ago. but that <laughs> She was, started it, though. She started. That's right. That's right. It's her fault now. No. I get the sense that she loves fish sticks comedy. She does. Uh, most of the time. Okay. Most of the time. So, As we get busier, there's times where yeah, the, the sheen like, is again, a little, right? Yeah, <laughs> we all have families, I know. Yeah. I know. Awesome. Uh, so, so fish sticks started in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Right. Uh, and I'm going to have uh, Brad Newton on an mm-hmm. episode, and uh, he will, I'm sure, tell us about Himprov, mm-hmm. which was a, uh, a troupe here in Dallas-Fort Worth, and uh, we'll kind of save that for him, the history of that, but long story short, joined forces mm-hmm. about four years ago. 
Yeah, 2016. Yep. Um, so not quite four years okay. ago, but about four years ago, we had a conference. That's right. That's yeah. Right. That's where we met Brad and Sean, Sean Petrello. Yeah. So two, I think, of the original. They were both original improv folks yes. who are still. Yes, they in. are. Um, yeah, and we uh, had a conference it's, uh, that we've sponsored. It's called the Christian Improv Comedy Conference. Mm-hmm. We just had our fifth one yeah. um, early part of May. Yeah. And, but the first one we did was not a lot of people. Um, we had, I think, 13, and most of it was people in fish sticks. Fish sticks. And yeah. Brad and Sean from And Brad and Sean. And then we had a couple other people yeah. who showed up. Cool. cool. Um, but that was about it, which gave us a lot of time. To get to know Brad and Sean, and also some of the similarities, and a lot felt really comfortable yeah. and similar. So, you know, we started putting some things together. By the time the next conference, conference number two, ran around, we were deciding we're going to do this Let's thing do together. It. Yeah, when they, Brad, I remember when Brad and Sean came home from that conference, the, the rest of us in improv, we didn't go. But uh, they came home and were like, these people that we met up there are just like us, like they are our people, you know. And, uh, and we don't even have to teach them to lose the Texas accent. <laughs> That's right. They sound like yeah, Dan they, Rather. They already have a Midwest <laughs> transatlantic. No, that was, I don't know what that is. Uh, oh, I do like the transatlantic. Is now. that the old, like, 40s? Uh, That's the 40s style. Yeah, hey. yeah. <laughs> It's kind of, there's, there's some weird British. Yeah. Ah, it's strange. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you grow up thinking that's how people sounded back then. Right. And it's not. It's that's not. That's just how they, made it up. they did it in the movies. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, so they came home and they were like, we got we to gotta hook up with these, these people. And we did. And yeah, and I remember great. coming down in the December after that and meeting with you, uh, Jay. Uh, I don't think Craig was there. Uh, was he? No. But oh, uh, um, I know Brad and Sean were, I feel like I'm missing somebody who was at the table. Um, but we talked about kind of putting yeah. this thing together. Yeah. And that really started changing, uh, in my mind anyways, a lot of the momentum. It became a bigger thing. Yeah. Um, Spark a vision, maybe? And I think we challenged each other. Mm-hmm. You know, you had these different personalities. Mm-hmm. So all this new kind of energy yeah. is coming into it. It was, a, it was a really good thing. And it's yeah. continued to be a good thing. Yeah, I Let's talk about like where where is Fish Sticks now? If if a uh, if an event organizer or a uh, pastor or a uh, whoever is looking for something unique for an event, and someone turns them on to uh, hey, you should ask these people, Fish Stick, these girls and these guys that do comedy. What uh, how how would you present what we do? Uh, well, you kind of already said a little bit of that, but uh, yeah, I mean it's. You know, it's uh, improv. Why choose, why choose fish sticks? Improv is a pretty um, broad kind of art form. You know, you can tailor it to hit different audiences, which is kind of a nice piece of it. Um, if you do it the way we do it, I think it gives you that multi generational thing, which a lot of other entertainment options just don't do. Right. right. You know, it's not all specific. Like if someone likes country western music, they might not like this singer over the other, but they certainly don't want to go here. 
you know, a new wave uh, Lil, retro band. Lil Nas X. They're not down. I don't know. Who is that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that one. Okay. Well, um, but that's, I think, part of it. It's, you know, having having the ability to bring someone in who can hit a variety of audiences is good, but also someone who is going to, like we do, we try to lean into what their goals are first and then tailor what we do along along those lines. Yeah, we put our hosts pretty high on the priority list of coming in to do Well, why wouldn't you? Because right. they're the ones who are setting it up. Right. They know the people who are coming. They have the reasons for doing the event. And so, yeah, why don't we learn from that? So uh, one thing I did want to, uh, to get you on mic about is this uh, Comedy Connection series. Yeah. I've heard so much about their... The streets are talking about the about the comedy connection series. What, so why even bother? What, <laughs> so what is what is this thing here? What are we talking about? Yeah. So you know, one of the things is uh, now uh, the Dallas Group has had a, a longstanding, you know, kind of regular public uh, show, but that hasn't been true everywhere, and it hasn't been in every part of right. Dallas or in Milwaukee right. or um, now in Atlanta and other places. The comedy connection series is really designed as a way to have. A regular, um, might not be monthly, it might be a quarterly kind of thing, maybe an annual thing at some places that want to kind of host an event for the community that they're in. Sort of partner with us in a more consistent way than, yeah. than just every once in a while. Right. Okay. So that way people know, okay, this is a place that uh, you can go see a fish stick show and uh, have a great time and know that it's going to be there. And these are places that are really community-oriented. So the Comedy Connection series is really about connecting people to each other and having a community vibe. And it's a little bit of a heightened sense of it, um, and we try to pay attention to that. Right. What's been really cool is because one of the things that the church uh, partners or the hosts that we might have for these kind of things are looking for ways to give people um, an opportunity to have a night out or to be connected with other people where they otherwise might not be. So we had um, at one of our uh, more recent ones, we had a family who came to one of the shows that we had. And based on the host sponsorship, uh, this family was able to come. And they had had a just a horrible run, bad finances. They yeah. had uh, um, twins uh, and had some real uh, issues with the, the, you know, the a newborn. Of, a lot of life stuff. A lot of life yeah. stuff. And the mom uh, said, I really want a night out for my husband and her two older boys because we have been through it. Even though the tickets are designed to be pretty cheap. Right. It was still, that would have been a big decision for them. So we made it a non-decision for them. Yeah, so they get to come out, and it's just that sense of somebody needs to be here, and they can think, I'm going to bring this person to this show. You can get that at, you know, kind of just about any fish stick show, but not all of them are open to the public. That's what I was going to say. So like a lot of our gigs, we're going to do the... The Christmas awards banquet for this company, or we're doing the the church brings us to perform for the volunteers. Right, or it's a church. conference that right. if you go to the conference, you'll see us. Right, but, but you got to be there for the week. This is when people say, "Hey, when can I come see a fistic show?" Right, these are public shows. At right. This place and that place around right around the country. Yeah, and our audience members, we try to get them to think about you know when you come next time. Don't just come by yourself. Think about somebody in your life who needs, who needs that. Yeah. And we really yeah. don't we do not do that enough because right. we're all so busy. Right. 
And that's why, you know, with us trying to set it up this way and the audience members making that a part of it and the and the hosts as well, it adds to the whole kind of thing. And we've been having a great time with it in both Dallas yeah, and in Milwaukee. It's going really well. Yeah, and we're adding a few few more hosts um, for that. So, you know, there's some growth to it as well. And the, and the tickets, I know um, we give the host, you know, whatever church or business or organization, whatever, we give them some leeway with, with tickets. They get a maybe a chunk of tickets that they can use how they how they want to use. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they, they also give them away or mm-hmm. sell them or whatever. Right. And they also make it so that if someone comes to us and lets them know, that host, that sponsor of the CCS show has made it really easy for us to say you know, come on. So that that family that I mentioned right. to you, they actually contacted us first. They didn't have any other connection oh, to okay. that host at that point, but they got to be, you know, had the the gift of hospitality awesome. given to them. Awesome. And uh, a ticket, if if I were to get my hands on a Comedy Connection series ticket, it can be used at any Comedy Connection series show. Correct. Or, uh, anywhere in the country. Anywhere. Basically. So if you give it to someone, you're like, hey, whenever you're ready. But it turns out they had some conflict. Right. Just keep that in your back pocket and come to the next one. Sure. What, uh, so tell me about Atlanta. So Fish Sticks, for a few years now, has been primarily Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah. Uh, but just last week, I think, <coughs> just last week, we have sort of made a big announcement about about Atlanta, Georgia. So why don't you run with that for a minute? Yeah, well, what's going on there? It is a big deal, and it does trace back to I think the um, combining forces with the Dallas troop, with the Milwaukee troop, and then one of the things that we realized. I mean, you talked about you know event organizers. Well, sometimes a challenge for event organizers is um, travel associated with bringing in any entertainment. Well, sure. We obviously can hit um, folks within the Milwaukee and you know, drivable range from that, and Dallas and drivable range from that without having to worry about plane tickets. Um, but if we go to some of the other parts of the country, well, then it's got to be a big enough show to, to justify that. And we do those shows, sure. but we'd like to make it easier for folks. So one of the ways that it seemed to make sense is to, are there places in the country where they don't have an option like us, where we can establish a, another local troop? And that's what Atlanta is. It's a, kind of a homegrown thing. We've trained them. You and I worked on that good. training. Some good people that we got on board down there. Very good people. Very good people. And so it was a shout out to Corey and Drew and Rick and Jessica. Yeah, they're uh, they're going to be a funny, funny group of people there. They already are. Yep. And uh, now part of the national team bringing us to 25 comedians. So if we have a show in Atlanta or in South Carolina or Alabama or whatever, we're able to reach those markets awesome. that much easier. Yeah, awesome. I'm super excited. Um, so if you're listening and you're in that area, we got you covered. Uh, so future, what's what's the future of Fistics? What's the vision? Do, do some vision casting for us, which she'll... <laughs> well... Well, part of that, too, is to expand a little bit more into other local markets. So we've got a collection of folks in Denver who have expressed an interest. And we're going to start our onboarding, training, uh, auditioning process. That's going to start happening a little later this summer and hope that they would be able to launch towards the end of the year or whatever. And some other uh, cities that uh, we may be looking at where people who are finding out about what we're doing 
and how we can support and leverage, you know, the the learning and training and uh, mistakes we've made along the way that we can help learn from. And, you know, it's just going to continue, I think, to expand because it still is one of those unique niche things that isn't isn't found everywhere. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that that's fish sticks, guys. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, well, we, we are just about right at 25 minutes, sir, which is our target for this here podcast. I have sure enjoyed you. Is there anything uh, you want to leave us with that people need to know that we haven't already said? I just, you know, I, I would say one of the things I appreciate, I appreciate you. I appreciate the uh, other sticks was. that we have. <laughs> and uh, really, it's uh, you should come and see a show Definitely. because you'll have a good time. But come see a show more than once because as you get to know these people, it is they, these are wonderful people to get to know. Definitely. So come out to a show, come out often, get to know them, stay afterwards, shake a hand. And Definitely. thanks to you, Eric, for setting this up so that hey. people can get to know these people a little bit more, a little bit more quickly, efficiently, uh, and on their commute I, to work. Yes, <laughs> you can listen wherever. Hey, I, I'm enjoying this, and uh, Wit is a person that is worthy of getting to know. So, Wit, thanks for being here, buddy. Uh, that's it for the Fish Sticks Podcast. We out! <laughs>